That being said, the second inhibitor we look at is a nitrification inhibitor, which slows the reaction of ammonium to nitrate. Nitrate is negatively charged, soil is negatively charged, that's why nitrate leaches so readily. So if you use both of these inhibitors, at the end of the day, you're, keep, you're getting more ammonium. Although it can volatilize, the other good thing is it's positively charged so it won't leach. And then you have more urea. So in the end, you're preserving more of your nitrogen in the soil profile by using these inhibitors. Just to show you some of the results, um, this is a test we had with Chris Rawa this past year. We have uh, several nitrification inhibitors. This Eclipse D material is a Simplot material. These two are nitrification inhibitors at different rates. Volterra is a combination of both of the materials, both the urease and nitrification inhibitor. And you can see basically all of them increased cane yield. Uh, Volterra with both of the materials jumped it up by a couple tons. But the real story is in sugar yield. Look how, look how significant we saw. Uh, we're picking up basically a thousand pounds of sugar by putting those inhibitors in, in the game here. And again, that the combined material appears to be the best. Now, Blaine brought this up yesterday at the Lafouche meeting. Pay attention to what you're buying. This is, this is some of the you know, traditional material that's been around for a long time. Make sure you're buying a good product. We did test some of the Centuro and actually the Anvil material. Uh, the results here weren't quite as good. We did see a, an increase, however, in cane yield with the combined materials. Unfortunately for this test, we, had, we weren't able to get sugar data due to some problems back at the lab. And as you previously saw, that's usually where we see the big differences. This test will be continued into the stubble and we'll give you more information about that next, next time we talk. All right, for sulfur, we've been doing work for a number of years. Uh, this test here, we're looking at different rates going all the way up to 75 pounds and different sources, the liquid ammonium sulfate and the dry ammonium sulfate. And really, the bottom line here is this has been, we've been seeing this now for three years in a row. What we have here is 25, 50, and 75 pounds of the liquid. And then the same thing, 25, 50, and 75 pounds of the dry material. This is second stubble 615 at Laurel Valley. 75 pounds of the liquid. Look at the increase in cane yield. And then look at the whopping increase with the 50 pounds of ammonium sulfate. Even bigger increases when we look at sugar. So basically we've been seeing this now for a number of years and that's why we're saying you need to be putting more sulfur out than we currently were recommending at 24 pound rate. Now we've been looking at some other trials for a number of years now where we're trying to determine if there's a way we can, we can stabilize the sulfur in the soil because when we do soil tests every year, what, what, do, what do you guys see too? Sulfur is always low. We're not really building any sulfur. So we were wondering if we could accomplish that by combining elemental sulfur, which is more, more or less a slow-release sulfur source, with gypsum. Gypsum is a sulfate source. That's what your, your cane needs. That's what your cane can uptake and use, sulfate. But that elemental sulfur will slowly become available over the season, kind of like controlled release. So in this study, 
We put out 25 pounds of elemental. We had 25, 50 pounds of elemental. Then we had gypsum at both uh, 25 and 50 pounds. And then we split out where we had 12 and a half pounds of elemental, 12 and a half pounds of gypsum, and then 25 and 25 with elemental and gypsum. And in this case, it was those higher rates, the 50 pounds of elemental, and then the 50 pounds of gypsum were giving us the best results. This is up in Morganza with Dallas Agalon, uh, first double 299. Sugar, we didn't really see a big difference. But with 615, this is some first double 615 up there. Again, those higher rates, the 50 pound rate of gypsum and the split rate of elemental and gypsum giving us the best cane yield and also the best sugar yield. We repeated this test with Joey Robichaux and, and Harris over at Cedar Grove. Same, same treatment layout, and in this case, that 50 pound rate of gypsum was giving us the best cane yields, and also that split rate over here of the elemental and gypsum. This is plant cane 299, same trend with sugar. And we also had some 885 at this test. 50 pounds of elemental and the 50 pound combined rate of elemental and gypsum really shining in this test and the same thing with sugar yield. So put all this together and what do we find out? We find out consistent benefits to putting out sulfur, current recommendation may be too low. And even these uh, studies where we're combining elemental and gypsum show an advantage to higher rates. So finally, uh, I've spoken with Kenneth and my colleague at uh, LSU, Brendan Tabanya. We will be adopting a new two-tier sulfur recommendation this year based on soil tests. And basically what it means is anything below 10 ppm or 10 milligrams of sulfur per kilogram, the recommendation will be 40 pounds. Okay, and it, I do hundreds if not thousands of samples every year. The vast majority of them are in this range. So you're going to be officially, we're going to be increasing that application recommendation up to 40 pounds where you test low. If you fall in that range from 10 to 20, it's more at the traditional level. But I think this recommendation will officially get us where we need to be. All right, let's, excuse me, let's talk about potassium. I haven't talked about that in a while. We did want to revisit potassium because we saw some research that said that we might need to increase our K rates. So we did a test where we went from zero all the way up to 240 pounds just to see what would happen. This is some light and heavy soil, 299, where the Segura is out in the Franklin area. And basically here, uh, 060, 120, 180, 240, you see the 120 rate clearly the best rate in this case, statistically increased cane yield and also sugar yield. Now this is the light soil test. And you see the more, more important thing you see is there's really no advantage to going above that 120 pound rate. And that's right where our recommendations are right now. And that's actually, that's where the soil test was recommending. So that's telling me we're, we're right where we need to be for our uh, potassium recommendations. Now for the heavy soil, we didn't see as big an effect. Not unusual, we know that heavy soils don't typically need as much uh, potassium. Same thing with sugar yield. 
So the bottom line is, I think we're in the right spot with potassium. Finally, with boron here, we did a test with Ronnie Wagenstein uh, in Schriever. Um, we looked at two varieties. We ran the boron rates from zero all the way up to two pounds. And all this was soil applied, knifed in with the nitrogen. And in this case, we had 299, didn't really see an advantage. Putting boron in cane or sugar yields, we did see an advantage with 885. With that uh, two pound rate, we increased cane yield and also increased sugar yield. So the bottom line with boron is pay attention to your soil test. If it comes back and it, you test low in boron, there's a good chance you can get an advantage in yield. If you're not low, don't worry about it. This is just one that just fix it if it needs to be fixed, all right? All right, so basically then going over the priorities again, pH, nitrogen, sulfur. Remember, we got those new recommendations for sulfur, potash, micronutrients, and don't worry about phosphorus. For this work, I just want to acknowledge the American Sugarcane League. They supported all of it. My team, particularly Katie Richard, some of you know I had some medical issues. I wasn't around at the end of grinding. She really took over and ran the show. Really appreciate everything she did there. Also, Ellie, Brenda, Paul, and uh, Dr. Penn's text, Randy Richard and Dawson really helped out a lot this year too. It was a team effort for sure. And thanks to all the cooperating growers.